0: So welcome back everyone to episode nine of the Computomics podcast. Today, we will take a little turn and we will talk about cannabis again. And on the show with us, you will hear about the Cannabis Net Network, which brings together uh, talent and companies from German and Canadian sides for a greater increase in collaboration and innovation. I hope you enjoy the episode. So today on the episode, we have Simone Graf-Honinger, who is in charge of CannabisNet. Welcome, Simone. Welcome, Anna. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pleasure to have you today, and I know that Computomics has been part of CannabisNet for a little while now, and maybe you can introduce our listeners to what CannabisNet is and what your sort of goals are.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for giving me the opportunity to present the network here. And uh, I mean, we just uh, one roughly uh, eighteen months ago. Now we just funded that network on the German side and uh, set it up as an international network. It is a. A network that is funded by the German Ministry of Economic Affairs, and uh, it gives the German companies and Canadian companies the opportunity to work together in joint research projects that are all dealing uh, on the on the hot topic of cannabis. And that is basically what uh, what 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 the network is all about that we're just uh, trying to. Put together um, the necessary R&D partners uh, to support the research and any technological developments um, that is necessary now to push the cannabis sector a bit forward, and uh, to use to, to get the full usage out of that uh, great plant. And uh, yeah, that, that is that. Therefore, the network is going to encourage partnerships between German and Canadian companies, or between also uh, bilateral. Uh, and, and national um, research projects here in Germany that we just basically, we, what we want to do is we just want to close that research gap that is existing in that area to really come up with new and create uh, innovative developments that are necessary in the, in the cannabis sector.
0: Yeah. Now, I know that uh, we have listeners all over the world, and somebody may think, oh, Germany sounds like a very conservative country. Uh, I'm surprised they'd be investing money into cannabis research. Can you sort of give us a little background on Germany's interests and sort of where they see the sector going? I mean,
1: Germany... Basically, uh, they just uh, changed their laws in t- uh, 2017. And uh, now that since 2017, uh, we have that, uh, that p- uh, possibility that, uh, cannabis can be prescribed to patients. And uh, then there was also that the German German side set up the initiative that uh, cannabis is going to be cultivated uh, in Germany. So first of all, I mean, we're just uh, importing it from uh, countries like Canada or from other countries. And now they just also came up and just said, okay, we we also want to have our own production here in Germany. So basically there was a a large process going on that finally um, three companies uh, got the license to, to produce medical cannabis on the germ side and to produce it here locally in Germany um, to, to supply the germ, pa- the, the germ patients with uh, the necessary cannabis. So it's I mean, it's still uh, from the perspective, it's still a bit restrictive, like, OK, we, the, these companies have to meet all uh, incredible guidelines or in incredible safety standards. Um, but nevertheless, uh, there is a there is an ongoing movement there that uh, we just or or that Germany is going to change that uh, that um, that a bit in terms of uh, yeah that the regulations are a bit like okay we sh- we still seem uh, consider it as a as a, a BTM and, uh, and so it's it's still considered as a, un- under all the medical guidelines but nevertheless the German market is going to open up for for the cannabis sector. And uh, therefore, there's a huge demand and uh, we're just trying to, to c- come up with a closing that gap in, in terms of uh, the research that is necessary for that.
0: Yeah, um, I think that's fantastic. And one of the things that I really miss about living in Germany is really the way that they approach these kinds of situations with, you know, with logic and foresight and really not, you know, really making good decisions that consider multiple sides of the equation and really thinking about, you know, what do our patients need? What does the industry need? And I think these kinds of collaborations um, are really interesting and really in the end profitable in terms of knowledge transfer and also just sort of building, you um, you know, building that partnership between different countries. What have you seen to be sort of like, what do you imagine the benefits of these kinds of international collaborations to be on a general scale? I mean,
1: on a general scale, what would we do, what what would you see here and why why, that's also the reason why we pick Canada as a partner country that we just uh, first of all, when we started, we just said, Okay, look, um, we don't have a lot of experience here in Germany in terms of growing cannabis. So we were really looking for a partner country that has a long uh, history and that has a a bit more um, um some some experience uh, in in that area, and therefore we it, it was clear that as Canada just uh, legalized the cannabis a bit earlier than uh, this was done in in Germany, we just uh, picked Canada therefore as a country, and that was really enthusiastic on the German company side that they just said, okay, look, that's great because if we just have such a country that has already gained experience, we are not going first of all to take the same errors again. And on the other side, in case we can develop some great technologies, we have some, we have the opportunity to export that. No- uh, we can just profitize from the knowledge that comes from Canada and we can also export our technology finally and just uh, come up with some joint, uh, some joint ideas, some joint developments where both countries and both um, economic sides can also profitize from that.
0: Yeah, and I know that for our side, we've really enjoyed being part of the network and having a chance to really to connect to both German uh, companies who are working in the field, but also to the Canadian partners. It's, you know, it's really been interesting for us. And I'm just curious, are you looking for other members to join? Are you interested in having people
1: contact you? And if so, who would you like to reach out to you? I mean, basically what, what we're seeing here now for the network, the network is uh, the intention of the network is now that the network will go to the phase, phase two and this funding phase two will hopefully last for another three years. So. In, we just really hope that uh, the German ministry is giving us again the the OK and the, the positive signal that uh, we just can carry on with the network. And uh, especially for that phase two, that is what, what we've seen here during uh, the last 18 months. Um, we are just um, we want to develop that network a bit further, especially in that area where uh, we just need some extraction technologies, because that is really something where um, yeah, what is a key technology within, depending on the extraction technology uh, the companies uh, are going to use? They can just potentially influence their final product, especially, I mean, n- and, and in that case, it doesn't matter if you're talking about any food or beverage product or if we are talking about any medical product. So in that case, extraction technology is uh, one of the key elements and we are really looking for some extraction technologists. And the other point is that um, we're also like uh, that's uh, every everybody's talking of uh, personalized medicine. And I mean, that that is interlinked with uh, all the. Um, um with with all with all that uh technology that is associated around that um because what what we just when when we talk to the medical people in our network, that is uh, something really what we found what is really interesting here, that um, and we had a lot of uh, also calls from patients that uh, were calling us and just said, hey, um, can you grow this spe- specific cannabis plant for us? Because I just I just I just definitely need this cultivar. and We just said, okay, look, that that's not the way the network is going to act. But on the other side, what what we just experienced, and also that from the discussion with the with the medical doctors here, that. Um... There seems to be a specific, personalized reaction to certain cannabis strains. Mm-hmm. So in that case, the whole discussion in uh, the cannabis treatment goes a bit into that direction of uh, personalized medicine. Interesting. And so, so because uh, what 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 I learned so far, and this I'm I'm an agri- um I'm I'm not the medical doctor here, I'm just uh, the agronomist. Um, that uh, what what we found really interesting was that it seems to be really that uh, um, every person has its own endocannabinoid system, mm-hmm. and this system is going to react differently to different strains of cannabis, for example. So in every in every way, you can just uh, put it in that way that, uh, for example, one strain that is working really good for one patient might have a total failure for the other patient. Mm -hmm. And that has something to do with this uh, personalized uh, way of uh, the the people endocannabinoid system is going to work. And so that is something uh, which we are having here in our mind that this might be a really, really interesting area where we, if we could develop that further for the network, then we finally would come up with some really personalized products where you could just finally come up Say well, okay, definitely this strain, uh, you you can breed the the strains in in a more detailed manner, or you can just develop your product in a more detailed manner because you know, okay, this patient, for example, needs besides uh, the different cannabinoids, he would also need different terpenes to come up with that specific reaction. I love that. And his, his specific treatment. Yeah, I love that. And, you know,
0: like you said, you're just an agronomist, so you think in terms, you know, in those terms. And, um, you know, we deal with a lot of sort of complex interaction solutions, you know, we call them machine learning solutions. Um, and that's how, you know, that's how I think. And so immediately when you say that, I'm immediately thinking, oh my gosh, let's put together all of these, you know, patient profiles and reactions and types and, you know, plant genetics and figure out, you know, what are these connections? Because that's essentially what we what we love to do is to uncover those complex interactions that seem like, you know, for our human brain, those things may be hard to understand, but for a computer, they can take this huge amount of data, you know, and the different, um, properties of the plant, the different properties of the human, and sort of put those connections together. So you already have me thinking of, uh, you know, future collaborations, which I think is sort of, yeah, the, the point of things like this, right, to open each other up to different aspects of the same field. Um, and on the same topic, I was kind of surprised when you mentioned that, but maybe people would love to hear, like, what, what kind of companies are really, you know, in cannabis net. So are they just growers? Are they just breeders? And I think they would be surprised
1: by your answer. <laughs> I mean, ba- basically what, what how we just set up the network is that we just try to get the companies all along the whole value chain. So we just start with, with the breeders, we start with the growers, and then we just uh, go further in that line that, okay, for growing cannabis, you also need the one who, have, uh, who are going to develop different sensor technologies, are going to de- develop different lighting concepts, who are going to develop the nutrition and the uh, irrigation profiles. Um, we just have the ones in the network that deal with the uh, harvest and drying technologies. Then again, with uh, all the analytical part, like okay, um, what is how is the the final efficacy of your uh, of your cannabis strain going to be shown? For example, in any cell model. Um, and then finally, also it comes to to the end where we have the. Uh, the final product developers like the ones who are going to develop the real medical products or who are going to develop food products uh, any beverage products so we just try to close that whole value chain and uh, therefore this uh, the, the companies are really different and that makes it so interesting for us I agree. And that makes it really
0: interesting and worthwhile for us. Well, I really appreciate your time today. I really hope more people find out about this really great and uh, worthwhile effort. And I hope that you get more interest from the people that can really enrich the network. And I look forward to working together in the future. Yeah, it would be great. Thanks, Anna. Yeah. Thank you everyone for listening and we hope you enjoyed episode 9 of the Computomics podcast and our interview with Simone on the topic of cannabis net. We hope you learned something about the value of the collaboration between multiple countries and the way that it helps agricultural industries expand, especially growing and expanding industries like cannabis and hemp growing. If you would like to join or would like more information, please contact them. You can also contact us at computomics.com, leave a rating or review, and we look forward to hearing from you.